Welcome, welcome to episode 10 of F the Culture Podcast. It's your boy Drew once again, and I have the pleasure of having my friend. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Charity Edelman. What's up, y'all? Uh, Charity's been my homie for a long, long time. Since, damn, 10 years now. I just thought about it, at least. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. All right, man, we're getting up there. I just had that birthday last last week. Oh, man, it's crazy. No. So this is episode 10, y'all. Episode 9 is going to be in the Lost Files. Maybe it'll come out one day. Uh, I'll get back to that another time, man. But how you been, Charity? I've been good, you know, just living the D.C. life. D.C. Mo? Recently turned 30, so, you know, trying to be an adult, I guess. Right. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Yeah, you cool, you yeah. really, you really be seeing it out there, though. No cars, just hitting the hitting the metro and all that stuff. Right, metro Uber. That's all there is. That's wild, man. I don't know if I could do it, man. A country boy comes out of me sometimes. I just need to drive. <laughs> yeah, I I know. I feel you. Today, I um, we actually went to this church, and it was like they just got a new building. They were giving away cars. Uh, wow. And I was like, yo, I need to put my name in this because you know, right? <laughs> right, that would be nice. <laughs> it would be great to win a car. Um, yeah, but nah, I did not. I did not win. Unfortunately, it was on that um, Oprah. Like, you get a car. You get a car. Right. Then they gave away. So they had like five different experiences, and they gave away a car at each one, or four different ones. My bad. So they gave away four cars, and I was like, well, you know, yeah, put my it. name in that number. That's that's what it is, man. That's changing lives right there. That's what's up. But um, F the culture for everybody that doesn't know is uh, basically my litmus board of what's going on in our culture around us. Um, if we like it, we say, you know, we're for it. If we don't, we say F it, man. I think there's a lot of things out there people want to talk about, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to pretend like we don't see it. And I'm like, nah, F that. That's just whack. We're not doing that. Um, but one thing we definitely, I know we both agree on that's not whack is what you're about to go see later on today. <laughs> right. For the fourth time, <laughs> going to see Black Panther again. Jesus. Um, I know. It's but it's that good, and it, I think it doesn't matter whether you're like you're just seeing it because you're black or you're seeing it because you're a Marvel fan, which I'm both. Um, yeah, no, it's it's that good. It's that good. I, I think so too. I think I saw it three times, so I can't even say anything. But um, I think it's that good, and also I think people don't even get some of the little innuendos and little things about it, and that's what makes it good to me. Like I see people on, on online arguing about certain things, but I don't think they got certain things that I I got. You know, right. Well, it's also the whole point of, like, you have to kind of stalk the cast on, like, YouTube and Instagram and kind of, like, watch the interviews they did and then go watch the movie again. Because I think then you get, like, those little small pieces that you missed, especially the first time. I definitely had to go back the second time because the first, I went, like, that opening night on Thursday. Yeah. Um, And up here in D.C., like, almost all the movie theaters were sold out. Yep. And so, like, we went to Georgetown, not expecting it to be as black as everywhere else, um, but it was just as black, if not more. Everybody came in in their, like, African garb or, like, their black T-shirts or, what you know, like, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And All every time out. something happened, people were yelling at the screens. So, oh, no, man. I definitely, I definitely, like, it was a given that I was going to see it at least twice, regardless of what I saw the first time. Right. Yeah, I, I saw it that Thursday, then I saw it that Saturday, then I went again and saw it again the next Sunday. So, but but like you said, you keep you get something new every time. I feel like, and I feel like I finally found some negatives. I ain't gonna tell the white folks, but I found some negatives. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I also found some really some dope things, and also like Sterling Brown, uh, Killmonger's father. Man, he put on a performance. Like even though he was only on screen probably two minutes, he yeah he put on a performance, right? Yeah, like no, that man is amazing. I like sometimes I watch This Is Us, and I don't. I mean, I know people are gonna go crazy, but I don't really care for the show that much. I think it's kind of boring. <laughs> But right. I just feel like we could get rid of all the other characters and just make it about Randall. The show would be so much better. Like, if it's just about Randall and his dad, I've only seen like three episodes. But if it was just like Randall and his dad, that interaction, the white man, they killed. Yeah, no, that show is pretty. It's amazing, but it's amazing because of Randall. And yeah, Sterling K. Brown is just like he kills it in everything. So yeah, um, that was pretty amazing. I will. I mean, I I agree. There are some. There are some small things. There's some plot holes. Some bad accents. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's a few things, but I feel, I feel like every movie has those things. And like, if the movie was perfect, you could move the plot forward. So let's. Right. Like, that's how I look at it. So it's right, crazy. right. Beyond that, all of that, now the heart shaped herb will take away the, <laughs> the powers of the Black Panther. The Black Panther will now be stripped away. <laughs> stripped away. Yeah, no. It was it like was, he's like he had three different accents throughout the movie. It <laughs> was bad. It was bad. Um, Uncle Forrest will not be talked about. <laughs> right, but I just feel like nobody else could have played that part. So it was like we needed him. Yeah. Um, and who cares? It's Forrest Whitaker. Like, his yeah, career, pretty much. He, his career is solidified. Like, he's a legend. So it really doesn't matter if he had a little bad accent here and there in the movie. My my main issue comes from my man uh, Killmonger and all the everybody knows I we me and Michael B Jordan have a secret rivalry you know what I'm saying <laughs> so everybody thinks I'm just hating but I'm not because you know to be a rival you got that the other guy has to do good so I want him to do well but he just slipped a couple times it's cool though I mean the cast around him was just really amazing too Deny I love Deny because I've been oh watching I've been watching uh, Walking Dead you know for ten years it feels like now so I love Deny she's amazing. Yeah. I have refused to watch The Walking Dead, but after Black Panther and Deny, like, I want to watch it just to see her. You've never seen any episodes? No. Wow. But I'm obsessed with Deny, so, like, it might it might be happening soon. Like, this summer, when all the TV shows go off and there's nothing to watch, uh-huh. I might be binge-watching some Walking Dead because... Facts. You know what's is amazing. I know you you probably already know this, but I I I pay attention to all the like YouTube like I said like you said. And you know Denai put on a play that Lupita is starring in before this? Yes, I saw I was I watched like an interview that they did together and mm-hmm. they were talking about that. And That's they were dope. saying like how they were like on set for the play and they didn't know that they were both going to be in Black Panther until like Ryan Coogler came to visit one of them and he told her like, "Hey, you know she's in the two. She's yeah. in the movie too." I think it's so crazy that Marvel's like a fraternity. Like, you can't talk about it. <laughs> you don't talk about it. That's a secret, yo. Chill out. You got a pledge. Right. Basically, you pledge Marvel. You can't. You go on the interviews like, yo, you better not say you ain't nothing. Yeah. Don't you care. Like, it's crazy to watch, like, the interviews that they did before the movie actually came out. It's like to watch them now because they were being very secretive about everything. Right. And, like, they were like, oh, can't talk about it. Can't say this. Can't say that. And it's like, damn. And even Big now, guys. like they, um, there was one that Chadwick Boseman did, and they were trying to ask him questions, and he had like completely blocked out Infinity War because he was like, "Yeah, we can't talk about that." And so, like, they were trying to ask him a question, and he like completely forgot his answer because he had blocked out the whole, like, the whole Infinity War piece. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, what's your biggest? What was your biggest takeaway? What was the biggest theme that you were like, "Wow, I hope everybody sees this part." 
even though I know you, you had issues with uh, you, with your boy Michael B. Jordan. Um, just his acting, though, because I think the writing was amazing. I think that what they tried to do was amazing. Yeah, I think that was probably my favorite part is the um, the fact that there were my favorite scene was the way they highlighted the differences between um, black people who grow up who grew up in America and black people who grow up in Africa or in a country that where they're like they're celebrated versus a country where we are treated as criminals or shot and killed by police for no reason or you like our young girls are overly sexualized for whatever reason like I think the way they highlighted I think the way they captured that was pretty awesome um and just like spot on and just like some conversations that I had been having with like people that I work with or um, different people that I know here in DC and it was like to go and watch that movie I was like yo this is exactly what we were talking about right for me, I think the biggest thing was just like an untouched, after untouched place. Like, can you imagine? I mean, can't can you imagine? Because there are places like that. People might not know that Ethiopia, uh, Eritrea, that's never been colonized by any white, uh, white forces. So there is, there are places on the continent that were untouched. But I just saying, like, imagine if we were left to our own devices. Imagine if the concept of beauty was our own. You know, you wouldn't be joking people for being dark skinned. You wouldn't be joking people for having nigga naps like that. Those right, concepts right, right. wouldn't even come out but we've been told and I think now we're getting better uh, as we get older. I don't know what the kids are doing, but I think now as a, as our age group, you know, we're, we're getting older and better. Like, all right. Yeah. She's dark skin. It's not, she's pretty poor dark skin girl. She's pretty. And her dark skin is just, you know, what she is, things like that. I think that was like the biggest thing for me. And also just, uh, the anger that some like, cause I feel it too. And it's crazy. Like people are gonna think I'm insane, but I had a dream. Like, I don't know if it was a, I wouldn't say a daydream, but I had like a thought one time years ago, like, what if I could go back in time and give the slaves AK 47s? And then I don't know if I'm going to be on the watch list now for that, but I mean, I really, <laughs> I really wish like that. Yo, I mean, you I, must have be a black identity. Better watch out. Yo, like, I really thought about that though. But I mean, because if you really go, because I, I look at things, I go back and look at videos, and I look at, you know, the history of it, man. The things that they did to us, white people did to black people, man, it was just, it was evil. Like, there's no other way to describe it. Like, pure evil you know and I, I always say that the biggest issue of slavery wasn't the uh the beatings the you know uh the being made to work and everything like that because honestly in the end and it's not saying slavery was good no everybody not saying this but in the end it made our people very strong-willed it made our people very strong physically uh and everything else but the the worst thing i think was the mental uh slavery that we were put in that, yeah. that we're still fighting today and i think black people not having an identity has hurt us so much and uh right. that's that's my biggest takeaway and i know there's some people that are gonna be like it was just a movie but i'm like well you're, you're surface then because it wasn't just a movie no it definitely was not just a movie and i mean if you if you watch any interview that ryan coogler taught, did he talked he was very specific and strategic put into the movie so no it's definitely not just a movie they they did it on purpose and i think um but they did an amazing job. And I, I don't think anyone thought that it would be this big. Like, I got excited after watching Captain America Civil War because I love Marvel movies. So right. it wasn't even like, oh, I'm excited about this black movie. Because to be honest, Marvel did not have to go to the lengths that they did to make this movie as black as they made it. Right. Like, it could have just they, been a quick little thing in Wakanda. Then he was in New York right. the whole time again. 
Yeah, or it could have been it, it could have been African nations that Dora Milaje could have all been like light skinned women with fat asses and like you know <laughs> and I mean? would have been okay with and that. we all would have watched it and it still would have been a good movie because it would have been Marvel and they right. don't they only make good movies. So uh, like, Captain America, that first one was kind of weak. <laughs> I but, must say, but it was nece- that movie was necessary. Like to yeah, explain, it was it was a setup movie. Things. It was necessary, so I, I give them a pass for that one. Um, now, let me ask you a question. I heard you say something that was kind of interesting, and it goes into our next uh, point. You said uh, the over-sexualizing of our young girls. Uh, how do you feel like this movie counteracted that? Um, I think, well, there are, I think they don't show a lot of, like, young girls in the movie, but the one young person that they do show, the Shuri, mm-hmm. um, who completely stole the movie. Like Letitia Wright. Yeah, Letitia hand, Wright killed. Hands down, best character. Like, she's a Oh my god, her performance was so spot on and just yes. like her timing was perfect for everything. Facts. Um but she wasn't sexualized. There was no like she wasn't walking around in like a crop top and booty shorts. Like she was the smartest person in the movie. She was but also the youngest and it was just like amazing to see a young black girl portrayed in that way as opposed yeah. to Oh, let me give you an Easter egg too. You know, you know the sneakers she made? Yeah, and she was like, "It's like Baba's movie he used to watch." You know, she yeah, was talking yeah, yeah, about, yeah. right? Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, oh, that's I dope. That. So I actually caught that the first time I watched it. Yeah, I thought oh. that's what it was, and then I watched a video like uh, in between my first and second time, and I was like, I thought that's what they were talking about. Yeah, she had the um, Marty McFly version, the black Marty McFlys. Yep, but it was just like her role. I think that's that's such. The way she played it was so, to me, empowering. I have, because mm-hmm. you know I have six sisters. <laughs> Speak on it. Six sisters. And... Yeah, she said six. <laughs> Ocho. Yeah. Six, six sisters. And I think my youngest sister is, um, she's 16, and she's trying to figure out, like, what she wants to do. Like, you know, what she wants to go to college. And when she goes to college, what she wants to do. And so I think about <laughs> people like that that are easily influenced by things. And I know she watches all, our entire family watch all the, all the Marvel movies, we usually all go together. Um, and so I know that she will watch that and be influenced in a positive way. Facts. Um, instead of, you know, looking at like Kylie Jenner or, yeah. Black or, yeah, Black whoever else. Like right. that, who, who are like so constantly seen in the media that it's like, you know, you start to think like, oh, that's the norm or that's how I should be or what I should be doing or, or wearing or whatever. It's like, no, this girl was awesome. She was, her brother, like, she was a princess of a nation. She was needed. Yeah, she was needed. Yeah, basically. Right. She was. She was there. She even though she was the youngest person, she was still just as important as everybody else. Right. In, and she was given. And she was given game. Like, yo, just because it's good doesn't mean it can't be better. I told you this, brother. Like, what's wrong with you? Right. And I, uh, I, I like how you said. Uh, just now, you said Kylie Jenner and and Black China and all that kind of stuff. So that that makes me, you know, my thoughts about our conversation a week, almost a week ago now. <laughs> <laughs> um, about <laughs> everything that's going on with these nudes and everything like that, and um, we had—I think we—I don't know if we had different opinions. I think we might have been talking about apples and oranges, but I, that's why I wanted to get you on here to talk about it. How do you feel about the the whole nudes thing? I'm gonna give you, let you go, and then I'm gonna go. So go ahead. So I think um, just to like to reference that conversation, um, I think you and I maybe—I don't think we had different opinions. I think we were talking about two different things. I right, right. That's what I was saying. Apples and oranges might have been, we might have been like fighting each other, but then it was like, wait, I'm not talking about that, but go ahead. Right. And so I think the, I think for me, it's like, 
yeah, we all we all want to be treated equally. Um, and yeah. you like you want people to have the same response, right? To mm-hmm. to a man's nudes as they do to a female's nudes. But I think the issue with that is that the consequences aren't the same. Like a man's nudes, his his nudes are going to get leaked. And I mean, like Safari, um, I haven't seen them, but I only saw good things. Sure, you haven't. No, sure, I, you honestly, have it. honestly haven't seen them. Um, but. I only saw good things about it, right? Like it right. was like, oh, Safari this and Safari that, and and yeah, and then so then like a female leaks news, and I don't want to use Black China as an example because I just no, um, right? You know. She's so she's so like <laughs> she's scammer um, of the year though. I give her that. She's scammer of the year. Yeah, no, definitely. But like, yeah, I just don't like her. What she stands for, or just like any of that stuff. So. Um, I don't want to use her as an example, but I think it is like women, when things like that happen to women, we lose jobs, we lose respect, we lose, you know, we, we get kicked out of organizations, like whatever it is, but for a man, he's celebrated and it's, you know, it's, and it's okay. And so that's Mm -hmm. why I think that's where I was going with it. Like the response is different or yeah, the, the consequences are different. So the response can't be the same. Like when it happens to a woman, we feel the need to defend that woman whether we mm-hmm. believe she's right or wrong, because we know what's going to happen to her next, right? Like right. before a man, they don't face those same consequences. And for me, it's it's thinking about like things where, you know, like you're you work, say you work in a a corporate office or for some corporation, mm-hmm. and typically, like if there's some type of affair going on, it's the woman who gets punished. She's the one who loses her job because the man is usually the one in power, right? Like if it's but- a yeah. That's why I disagree with that because I don't I don't see that that I'm just gonna real quick interject. I don't see that because I feel like that's what is what's happening is men are losing their job left and right. And I, I thought that that's how it's been that uh you know, what's it called? Um I'm I'm from a military background, so that's fraternizing. So right, right so if a man is like the higher power or whatever and the woman and, and they're having an affair or whatever, the man's gonna get fired over that fraternization. That's where I'm coming from in that sense. Right. But I I think that makes sense, but you also have to think about who's writing these fraternization policies, right? Like, it's it's the men that are in power right. that are writing the policies, and so when it's when it's you and you're the person in power and you're you decide to cheat on your wife with your secretary, right. or you know whoever it is, I feel like that's a very general example, right? Um, or very, <laughs> Mad like, Men reference, like super easy reference to make, but like the woman is the one who's going to get fired because she's she's the subordinate. Um, and she's expendable, right? Like you can get another secretary whenever. You might fire her, and that's the whole sexual harassment thing. But I don't think that if anybody else looking in, or like if any other power of HR gets involved, if that's the case, I don't, I don't see it happening like that. But what I did say on Twitter, and even I, I say in real life, is I'm not in a corporate setting most of the time. Like I'm in regular jobs where I don't, you know, the environment's a little more lax. I would say, you know, because I work, I think I work with now four women, you know, and they're doing other things. So you know, you might say something to them, but it's not really, we don't really work hand in hand, so uh, it's a little different, but I know you've been working in corporate a little bit longer than me, so, you know, I'll, I'll take your word on that one, that it's a lot of times a woman, you feel like they get punished. Yeah, well, I think that's also, so, I mean, and and another thing I think you can use, I guess a, a better example, is like this, the whole Me Too movement. It's like, uh-huh. look how long this has been going on in Hollywood of like women being harassed. And I, I know a couple yeah. men have come forward and said things have happened to them too, but still at the hands of other men. Right. Um, I mean, Hollywood is just, boy, they, they sick though. They, they got some other right, stuff. But that, some I of these stories that came forward. 
are just like ridiculous and it's like wow right but it's taken this long for people people have been calling that out for years women have been right. calling that out for years and saying these things happen and what and this what happens to them is their careers get ended that you know they say they get labeled as like difficult to work with and okay no we're not going to work with this person and they come up with reasons but the true reason is that this person has harassed them in some way and now they're able to but they have the power to say okay well we're just not going to work with you anymore right right and i think you're inconveniencing us i I get what you're saying and i i I definitely just it like blew my mind when i heard like some of these stories and some of the people like coming over at nine at night or not nine at night but like four in the morning you got to come over to somebody's house and it's it is weird because I know even when you want something, like if somebody right now was like, hey, come over to my house because I want to put your podcast on my network, I'd be like, yo, what's time? It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? So you, you already like, you're on right. it. You're trying to figure out what you can do. So now you ain't about to have me, you know, <laughs> legs up in the air or nothing because I don't get down like that. But I get what you, I get exactly how that happens. And, and the power struggle is crazy. Right. And it's like people exploiting, like yeah. people exploiting you. And it's, it's also like the whole thing of like women being seen as, lesser than or not as strong as men and i and, and obviously like there are physical difference between the right, female right. body and the male body and that that is true but when it comes to like mental abilities right right, um, right, right. i think or or even emotional stability i think there are right like when people were talking about hillary they were like what if her, what if her period comes on when <laughs> what if she has a period during a u.n conference and it's like first off hillary's not had no periods no more right. second of all uh women have a Forty uh, uh, forever, first off, but she personally has been dealing with her period for her whole life. I'm sure she'll be okay. Uh, so I think, yeah, it definitely is this random. I remember a guy told me that, and I just looked at him like, "Oh, you, you stupid." Okay, right. and it's the same. It's so I think for and for me, it's and then even I think to be a black woman is a whole. It's a whole extra layer, right? Because then you mm-hmm. have to. There's that layer of like, okay do I believe this black man or do I believe this white woman? You get what I'm right. saying? Because like, you know, that that's, there's a long history of white women of just, and I don't know if black, I don't think black women do it because I just I always feel protected by black women. But right. I feel like there's a long history of white women just, you know, saying crazy stuff, getting us caught up. So I don't, half the time, I don't know if I believe some of that, you know? But yeah. I think my biggest thing, my biggest uh, conversation, what I was saying was, um, and I mean, I, I do defend black men because some of these, some of these podcasts I listen to, I listen to everything, man. Really, like, uh, there's a one called the Friend Zone, the Read, um, anything, and it's like there's this constant narrative of niggas ain't being shit, and I, th- niggas do do wild stuff, of course, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely understand that. I've done some wildest things, you know. You've been around, but that's not what the point I'm making is. That somebody has to defend uh, the grand scheme of black men because all black men ain't doing stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there are. There is an enclave of just wild niggas, and that's fine. And there's the lessons, and it goes into, you know, very stable young men and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so my only point was just that in the grand scheme of it, when women's nudes come out, I always see women go super hard, black women go super hard and say, like, this is sick. This is why you can't trust niggas, blah, 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 blah. And then as soon as I see a man's nudes, I think, I think the last one was Safari, but the one before that probably was, like, Chris Brown or something. It was just like... Mm, yes honey blah 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 it was it's never like yo who who did that like it's never like a who did that why why would you do you know what i'm saying i just want that to be and i feel like women um are the ones that are always perpetuating this let's be even let's be fair and i'm like well if you really want to be fair you got to say like 
if as long as he didn't do it, and I don't know nothing about none of that stuff, so as long as he didn't put it out himself, it's like, yo, my man's privacy was just taken away, you know. And as men, we kind of got to shrug that kind of stuff off. Like, you think about it. Like, if I can go back to even like high school, right? If I say right, if I was in high school and I was like, yo, this girl just hit my butt, a teacher would look at me like, nigga, so what? She probably like, good job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they would have looked at me dumb. But if, if if a girl goes up and says, "Hey, this guy is in my butt," that guy's going. This guy's in trouble. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's this thing of like, you're a boy, deal with it. You know what I'm saying? We can't be raped. That kind of stuff. So it's like, if you want to be fair and inclusive and all that stuff, I don't know if I want everything to be inclusive. But if we're gonna do it, let's be even and let's say, hey, this isn't right, man. This dude, this dude might have been sent. Um, and I and I don't know if he's telling the truth. I did see the interview. He said he was taking a picture after a gym session. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. But I I will <laughs> say that I have taken. I have taken pictures, naked pictures after working out just because you're get out of the shower. You're like, yo, I'm, I'm ripped right now. Let me take a, a um, so you, you, you want to see how you change, you know? So a transition picture, like, oh, okay, boom. So, so yes, I can understand that. And I honestly can say, yes, I was not trying to take a picture of my penis, but my penis might've been in that picture. You see what I'm saying? Right, so right. if that's the case, well, I don't know what it is. Cause I think Safari's a cornball. If that's the case, uh, then it's like, man, that's messed up. You know what I'm saying? And like, what, well, where, where's the, Where's the community behind him? Yeah, I know. I so I agree with you on several points. One, um, the equality piece. Like, if we if we want equality, then it has to be across the board. Um, but once again, I think the issue with that is not necessarily the reaction, because mm-hmm. like, yeah, people are gonna people react to everything on social media. Like, they think it's their right. People share their opinions on social media every day as if they're facts, and they're not. <laughs> right. Um, and that's that. So, th- but that's like a whole other rabbit hole, right? Like, right. um, but I think we have to think about the like the real life consequences of of things like that. So, like, um, so yeah, so so I think that's where the whole like, you know, we want to defend the woman because we know. Like, she's going to be looked at as if she's going to be called a slut. She's going to be called a whore, whether that's her reality or not. Right. Um, that That's what's going to happen if it's a, if a nude leaks about her, whether it's Black China or the Queen of England. Like, it wouldn't matter. if. Yo, nude... I do not see them nude, yo. I do not <laughs> want to see that old-ass white lady. Ugh. Right. But, what, but I'm just saying, like, it doesn't like matter who the beans. woman is. If it's a female's nude, she's going to be called all of these names and treated... Right. Like she doesn't respect herself, so no one right. can respect her. Mm-hmm. Um, and but for a man, like I said, on the other side, and I mean, it could it could be it could go either way. From what I've from what I've seen, I'm assuming that Safari's it was um, I'm gonna say well endowed because the the reaction that I see um, on my Instagram Explore page is like people excited or like on like Instagram blogs like the Shade Room or whatever. Um, the response seems to go that way. Like I said, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I guess obviously on the other, on the flip side or the other side of that, if it had been something less embarrassing small or, yeah. Yeah, or, or embarrassing, then he probably would have gotten a bunch of negative comments, but also still at the end of the day, he's not going to be called a slut. He's not going to be called a whore. No one's going to be like, Oh my God, Safari is a terrible person and he shouldn't be able to have kids and xyz like they do to women who have nudes and that so that was the point that i was making it's like i see what you're saying we feel like we have to defend women because of the response that comes from a nudes leaking or naked pictures or whatever it is right let me ask for men there's there's no real consequence for it except maybe they're embarrassed 
Right. But, I mean, you get that's something you get over. But let me pose this to you, okay? I, I definitely I feel you on everything you said. But let me pose this one, and I'm it's, I might be alone. We might differ on this one. I feel right, and I'm I'm a little different too because my personal thoughts about naked people and sexual sexualization and experiences is different. You know, so I'm kind of. Uh, free spirited about that. I'm not gonna sit here and, and lie to nobody and be like, "Oh, I'm so upset." Like, you know, they had a orgy. I don't, nah, really not. I don't really care. Uh, so I'm a little different. But I would say, me personally, when I watch things, social media, watch people talk, I feel like women are more the people that form the lynch mob against other women when it comes to that. I don't see too many times. Now you can correct me. I don't see too many times where it's a man being like, "Look at this hoe right here." Blah blah blah. I feel like women will be like. Even even like the Instagram models and like um, people on Instagram and Facebook and stuff that have uh, scandally clad pictures, it'll be women. I'll be like, yo, she doesn't respect herself. Like, uh huh, gotta get gotta be naked to get the likes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree with that 100. percent But I just think when we when we like social media, I don't know. For me, social media is not real life. Like, I can't. It's hard to reconcile like the like what people say in comments because half the time those people are trolls and they're not even real right. um, or they're doing it to get followers or likes. Like I have, I know someone who goes on celebrity pages and leaves negative comments literally just so that people will follow them. Like, really? So it's just, does like, it work? Yeah. Wow. Like this person has thousands of followers, but it's from doing things like that and like arguing with people on celebrities, Instagram pages. And so it's like, I, I, I could care less about like what happens on social media because I feel like it's not real. Like, oh, wow. I think people, yes, like if something happens on social media, it can affect your real life. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, you know, comments under a picture, and and especially if it's a celebrity and a celebrity that has millions of followers, one, how many of those followers are real? Right, that's, that's the real thing. Um, <laughs> how many, how many of those followers have they bought? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just there. There are like a lot of things that I think that go into that. But no, I do agree with you on that. Like that, women do tear down other women a lot, um, and especially when it comes to like nudes. Because I mean, I don't think any man is gonna go on like some woman's nude pictures and be like, "Oh, you know, you don't she, respect yourself. You don't respect yourself. Um, you shouldn't be a mother. You shouldn't have kids. Like, you know, what are your children gonna think? Like, men don't do things like that. But it's like subtle things that men do later on." Where they think, oh, well, she posted nude, so she's okay with me touching her, or she's okay with me looking at her this way, or feel, you know what I'm saying? Like that. I think that's where okay. The let difference, me it, the is. Let me play the devil's advocate though. If you are a woman and you wear, uh, let's go somewhere else. We're not gonna go directly to you. <laughs> let's say uh, <laughs> a woman has a very big butt, right? And she's right. wearing booty shorts, right? It's summertime. Uh-huh. She's wearing booty shorts, and I mean, she's really hanging out of these, and she has a crop okay. top on. Does she do you do as as a woman? Do you really expect people to not look? You really expect there to be no comments or no lo- look up and down? That's what the world you want to live in. We're like, yeah, I'm right. No, out. I think no, I think that's ridiculous. No, like, and but there's also a difference in looking, in saying things, and also and then in touching, right? Like right. definitely touching. It doesn't. I don't. I feel like when it comes to when it gets to that level, I feel like it doesn't matter what you look like, what you have on. You could be butt-ass naked. No one has the right to touch you without your consent. No, I do. Okay, I definitely agree with that. I, I'm um, just curious because I feel like, I, you know, I've been, we've been in, we've both been in many clubs 
many places in the country, right. and you see women like, oh, this is especially like maybe like. Old I mean, as a, like as a woman, you go out, you get dressed up because you're looking for attention. I'm sorry, like there's yeah. there. I mean, and maybe you, Thank you. maybe you want attention, or you just want to. There are, I mean. I guess I will say sometimes you, we do get dressed up. Like sometimes I go to work and I might dress way more, way better than I need to for my job because like it just made me feel good that day. Right. Like that's just what I wanted to wear. And no, I'm not necessarily looking for attention, but like it feels good when someone says, oh, you look cute today. That kind of thing. Or you know what I'm saying? Like you stepping out and you're like, well, I'm about to fuck them up. <laughs> right. But again, I think, and I think the club is a, that's a, that's an interesting example because you the club is different i feel like the club is different i don't know why That's like say the, that? because i just feel like you people go clubbing for different reasons some people go clubbing because they just want to dance some people go clubbing because they're looking for a partner you know for the <laughs> night or for life i don't know right <laughs> but, but yeah there is a difference yeah <laughs> i think there was a time when i went to the club or went to the parties and i wore clothes specifically so i because i knew i was going to dance and i was going to sweat them out and right. that is not the case anymore. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> I am not going to sweat out any good clothes or anything. I'm going to look good and potentially, you know, uh, network. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. what we're gonna call it. Yeah, okay. you know, I'm 29 right. now. I got my vocabulary so, different. <laughs> so I think that. So I think the club is a different. It's a different example because also you have like inebriated people, and right. you're gonna be pushed up against people in the club if it's a good club. Right. You're gonna be pushed up <laughs> against people, and there's gonna be like people brushing up against you and. And so many different things. So there are ways that like accidents happen and things happen on purpose. Like, right. And it is one of those things, like when you go into that space, you know what you're getting, right? Like I know if I go in the club and it's packed and people are body to body, like somebody is going to grab my ass or like rub up on my titties. And it's like, (laughs) that's just like, it's life. You know right, like, just like I know that I know that there's gonna be somebody that's gonna step on my shoe or like bump into me or touch. Women love to do this one. This is the thing they do. They like touch you like really on the back and you be like, "Yo, who's this little person <laughs> behind me?" That's what that's what I always get. And I'll be like, "Yo, who's touching me right now?" Right, but that, but when you go into that space, you know what you're doing. I right. think it's different when you're walking down the street or like you're in the mall or you're, right, right, you're right. somewhere else and people are saying what they're saying or or yelling what they're yelling and I mean yeah I think there's a very there's a very there's a there's a specific group of people who might walk around but I mean people who's really walking around the mall in like booty shorts I mean I know I know women do it I know it happens <laughs> but um, yeah there is a specific I would say that there's a specific group and it's, but it's I think, different I think, yeah I think that's different than someone who happens to possess those assets mm-hmm. and maybe the outfit that they chose to wear wanted to wear that day maybe shows them off a little bit more than they expected you know what I'm saying like things are different things get distorted in mirrors like mirrors are not perfect so it's like you know like have you ever put on an outfit and you thought it looked one way because it looks good in the mirror but then when you get outside it's like this is not exactly what I (laughs) what I thought it was um Um, I think for a man there's not really it's either you your shirt's too tight or it's not. Like I don't think we we, right, right. we don't really have that issue. Or you might have pants that are little. I'm not gonna get into that because that's gonna that's gonna get messy. But let's just put it right. this way: well, sometimes yeah, but... things change, and then your pants are no longer the pants you put on because you're like, oh, so you might right. be showing a little bit more so, than you think. But so we don't really care, honestly. I, so I would say change. men don't really care. So I think so. My point with all of that is, um, 
it's like the the harassment is not yeah i think there there are levels right like right. looking is one thing um and then i think saying something is one thing right right but being but then there's a difference between just saying something and then being aggressive um or like or challenging in what you say like right you know what i'm saying you could say you could tell this you could tell someone hey you look beautiful today and that's and that's fine right right but saying hey you look beautiful today and they ignore you or they don't want to talk to you and you continue to do that or you continue to follow them and, and things like that that's i think to me like that's where it becomes yeah. an issue i never really understood that you know why because and not because i'm this perfect person i never understood it because if you don't want to talk to me fuck you like i don't right. I'm not gonna sit here and even talk to you like i said it once oh you ain't got all right let me move on and i don't know maybe that's just because of the arrogance that i have sometimes like oh okay but i just i never got the concept of like a dude be like hey excuse me hey miss oh for real you don't want to talk to me fuck you you ain't even that cute. it's like why am i giving you all this energy i don't i don't even i can right. move on like but i mean maybe it's embarrassment like people People are emotional, and I think men are more emotional than they like want people to know. I would so, say like, that. I would say me, that. Thank you. So you know what? You, that's why like I love that talking like to you, Chad, because you don't put these blanket statements out there that really piss me off. I hate when I see on Facebook <laughs> or any, or even in real life when women be like, "Because niggas is emotional." Like, I, I don't wouldn't say that. I think that men are more emotional than they put on. Yes, but don't just say niggas is emotional. Like y'all is emotional too. Most of y'all. But right. yeah, I definitely agree though that men are way more emotional than we put on. I've decided a long time ago that I was more emotional than I was trying to put on, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna run with it. I am who I am now, and right. I think more be men have, to... huh? I said, be who you are. Right. I think, I think more men have to take that mental and like, yo, listen, I am emotional. I do feel, but also regulate it. Like some woman uh, walking down the street, and I say, hey, you look nice, and she says, fuck you, nigga. I'm not gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, damn, that was a lot, and I'm gonna keep it moving because. She doesn't deserve the, my energy. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, but I also can be admitting, like, if it's somebody that I fuck with or whatever, uh, their comment might affect me more than, you know, than a normal, maybe not normal, but than another man. You know what I'm saying? So maybe we've got to be honest with ourselves. But but going into the whole se- uh, sexualization thing, it is, it is a fine line. And I think you got to be like, I don't, I don't say adult about it, but just be like, what would you want somebody to do? Because... I'm gonna be honest with you. No matter how I'm looking, I don't want somebody to come up and grab me. And I've had it happen before. And it's like, especially when somebody ain't cute, you'd be like, "Yo, get off of me! Right. What is, you lost your mind. I don't know you." <laughs> right, and I think, and I think that's something I noticed a lot too. And it was weird because I think this brings our kind, like our conversation, kind of full circle. But I don't know if you saw the interview that Michael B. Jordan did on The View, mm-hmm. um, where like they like. The, almost the entire interview, they were all like staring him down. All these like old ladies, like I was like staring him down, like looking at his arm and like really being kind of, I don't know, like kind of aggressive. And it was just weird. And it and I think the initial reason I saw it was because people were commenting like under a video and being like, you know, did you see the way they treated him on the View today? And they were like, he was. I think he was trying to bring up some pretty serious issues. And they were literally, they kept asking him about, like, his workout regimen and, like, his Mm -hmm. body and stuff like that. And then it was like, you know, if this was a woman and these were men doing this to her. Oh, man, it would be crazy. You know, it would be crazy. Right. Like, and so I think it's. I did see that interview and I was just like, if I was him, I'd have felt so uncomfortable because it's like, you can't really. (laughs) There's a level, like, I've had this happen with women, like, older women. Like, you can't really be rude to somebody's auntie. So you'd be like, thank you, ma'am. Or, you know, just keep it moving. But it's like. Bruh, yeah, like I don't want you. So what do you keep asking me about? Or like, 
especially inebriated older women, they'll touch you. <laughs> they, yeah. they. The, I was at Seattle Blade last night, and a lady definitely just like caressed my back, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> right. right. But it's the same thing for women. But mm-hmm. I think you have to add in that extra factor of like, okay, this this man is talking to me in this way, and also he's way stronger than me. Like, right. And there's and that's. So, I think that's something that men never got. We never understood that right. part. And so it's like at the end of the day, like, no, it probably wouldn't be a big deal, but I have to think. I have to think about all of the the scenarios that could happen to me when I am in a situation where there's a man, whether it be an older man, younger man, like whatever it is, and he's saying these things to me, and it's and it's like, no, they're not. They they may not be crazy things or just like things I haven't heard before, but like if I'm in a space and I'm by myself where I don't know someone else there and, and then this is happening and then, and it's a man and I'm like, okay, now I feel uncomfortable and I don't know how to get myself out of this. Right. Cause what if, like, right. what if I go this way and he follows me or, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's, I think that's where the, the, the uncomfortability comes in because I think as yeah. women we choose, right. Like if it's a fine guy and he's saying whatever, and he's saying what you want him to say or whatever, then, then we're cool with it. But right. then they're, they're creepers. Like, there are people that, you know, say things. Because I've definitely way. been around my friends, and they've said some very unnecessary and wild things. Like I said, my friends, right? I ain't putting myself in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been right. around my friends, and they said some crazy stuff. And I'm like, how did that, how did you get away with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's, it is happened. But, but I, I definitely understand what you're saying. And But that was the biggest thing, I think, as I got older, as I had a daughter, that I realized, like, I never put myself in a woman's shoes. You know, I never said if I was 145 pounds with no, with a little limited upper body strength, how would I feel when this 250 pound nigga comes and says, yo, you cute. Yo, let's dance and tries to grab my arm that I never had that happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been at least a little bit taller, if not, you know, bigger than a woman. So I don't feel that uncomfortableness. But but I, I understand now that that's, that plays a part. And then some people are going to say, well, every nigga ain't going to grab you, every nigga, but you don't know. And you never know what niggas is going to do right. and, and how they're going to react. Especially if you're someone who's been in, like, situations like that before. Like, because cause now you're wary of it, right? Like, you see, right. uh, or you know people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hear stories, you know people um, that things like that have happened to. So then it makes you wary when you get into that space. And it's like, okay. I don't know whether I don't know this man. I don't know if he's joking. I don't know if he's serious. I don't know if he's actually going to put his hands on me or try something. And I don't want that right now. And I think that's where like, you have to be able to say, I don't want this and have a man respect that. Like regardless of who it is And, and, or, and also like what your history is with them. Like at any given moment, you have the right to say, no, I don't want this. And, and that's where it ends. Like, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, I man. I think that you we touched on some very big things. I think that that's basically it, man. When once you figure that kind of stuff out, once you break it down, um, we're saying the same thing like a synonym. And I think any any normal or uh, respectful person can see it and like, oh, this is what's got to change. I just think sometimes women uh need to tell men these things. I know. I think y'all are so y'all live it every day, so it's like you don't understand like that we don't get it, you know. And I, I think two years ago or three years ago, somebody explained some things to me, and I was just like, whoa, like blew my mind, you know, because I don't, and it's selfish enough to say like I don't think about what you know how the women how women are treated in this scenario because I'm a man, you know, it's just, it's right. just how it is. Like just got, you don't think about how 
uh, Native Americans feel about this? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, because it doesn't affect you in that sense, so you don't think about it, but. Yeah, yeah, man, I think that was that was it. I don't want to mess you make you late for your fourth time. You know, you <laughs> might get you might get another nugget. Right. Like, which movie are you more excited to see? Uh, real quick, the Black Panther two or Infinity Wars? Um, as of right today, right now, Infinity War because Black Panther right. is going to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So more as long as I can get more Wakanda, I'm right. Good. Well, like Black Panthers in it, Shuri's in it, Okoye's yeah. in it, Mbaku's in it. Oh, Mbaku. Mbaku. yo, stole the Side show, by play. the way. Mbaku. Okay, we're not. <laughs> Speak on it. We're not. We're not gonna go there with Mbaku, but um, cause it, yeah. cause that, I think that would just take us back all the way to our to this whole conversation we just had. <laughs> so right, gonna, but so we're gonna leave Mbaku out of this. But all right, until next time. Yeah, Mbaku definitely stole the show, in my opinion. Yeah, he's he's got to have some more screen time. Went, shout out to Winston Duke. Yes. definitely. Uh, where can they find you, at, Jerry? Oh gosh. I've had the same Instagram. I have the same Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter handle at bougie underscore red since I was in college. <laughs> so, Facts. or out here in these streets in DC. That's where. True, true, true. Where you, you can, can find, find me. me on IG. What would Drew do? What would J R U E do? And then on Twitter, definitely follow me at F the Culture Pod. All right, F the Culture Pod. Um, you can talk to me about anything. Tell me you hate the episode. Tell me you love it. Uh, ask me where Charity's handle is. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's going to be one for the books, definitely. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. All right, until next time. F the Culture Pod. Right. I'm out.